My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and in 2018, I still have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, man. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, you too. How's, how's your New Year so far? Uh, my New Year has been awesome nice. and wonderful and incredibly busy. My trip for New Year's was accented with a, a lot of cold weather in Orlando. <laughs> <so that's, laughs> way more rain than I bargained for, but Shahina and I did have our 10th wedding anniversary while we were there. Nice. So it was, it was great. It was wonderful. Awesome. So, yeah, it's good. How about yours? What would you do? Uh, very low-key. No, nothing, you know, nothing crazy happens. So that's always good. So just stayed home, hung out. And so far, this yeah. New Year has been busy, and I... I have a lot of a uh, lot of hopes for this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. I have not just hopes, but you and I both have expectations yeah, for this yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. Right? It's going to be a really fun year for for us both. Yeah. Okay, man. So let's go back to tenth grade to start this story. Is that right. okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Sixteen-year-old version of myself did not understand biology whatsoever. <laughs> right? Yeah. My current self only understands it because my wife is a doctor. Yeah. But back then, if I wasn't buddies with Don Hassinger, I would have never passed a class. And even <laughs> so, I got a D. So, Don, you didn't help me that much. You didn't help me that much. I, right? I, I, I can interject something here. I, likewise, me in 10th grade uh, and biology, there was this girl that liked me, that had liked me since like 8th grade. And we were, it was 10th grade also for me. And... We're in biology class. She is my partner throughout the year. And since she liked me, she just totally, like, did everything. And oh, that's awesome. And, and I was that like, is awesome. And I was like, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's funny. So Don got me through biology. Thank you very much, Don. And part of the story is that my professor at the time, I mean, my teacher, but I call him professor because... He actually did have a PhD. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. His name was Dr. Hampton, Dr. Gene Hampton, mm. right? And he was always my biggest cheerleader. He's like, I know you're struggling in this class, but I know you can get through it. I know you've got more inside of you than, you, than you're telling me, mm. us. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think so, dude. This is it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so anyway... Halfway through the year, Dr. Hampton asked me to stay after class, and I thought, oh, God, he's going to tell me I'm going to fail and I'm going to have to stay in 10th grade again. Yeah, Right. yeah. And he takes me aside and he goes, do you know what I did, Hamad, in college? And I'm like, you wanted to be a biology teacher? And he goes, no, I didn't want to do, be a biology teacher. He's like, I played football for the University of Missouri. Mm. And I'm like, did you really? And he goes, man, I was headed to the pros. I thought I was. I really wanted to play, you know, the NFL. Yeah. And then he had an injury. Mm. Everything changed, and he mm. became, you know, a PhD, and he taught biology. Right? Yeah. So that story always resonated with me because I thought, you know what? Maybe I should hang in there. So I hung in there, and I got a D-plus in his class. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's the end of chapter one. Okay. Flash forward 12 years to when I was 28 years old. Mm. I was visiting Kansas City. I was already out of UCLA Film School. I just produced or executive produced my first feature film. 
I was one of the executive producers, right? So things were just getting started for me, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I just judged my first couple of film festivals. Everything was really fun at the time. Yeah. Right? And so when I was visiting my hometown, Overland Park, Kansas, I thought, yeah, I'm going to go to my high school and look up Dr. Hampton. Right? Yeah. Same thing I did with Chile a couple of years later. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I go and look up Dr. Hampton, and he's really happy to see me. And he's also blown away that I wound up with two college degrees, <laughs> much less one, right? Yeah. So he says... I want you to come to class and talk to my students. This story is a lot like me going to Austin with Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's, it, so far it's kind of similar. Yeah, very similar in that sense. So anyway, we, he goes, tomorrow you come in the morning, come whenever you want. But my classes are from like 7.30 in the morning until 3 in the afternoon mm. with a lunch break. And you can come to one or you can come to two or you can stay all day. Right? Okay. So I stayed all day. Right. Yeah. I thought it was it was fun. So I go through these classes and I thought when I was 16 years old and a special speaker came in, I thought two things. Number one, thank God I don't have to listen to biology. Right. <laughs> right. right. That's the most important. Thing. And, and number two, I get to tune out for 55 minutes because God knows I'm not going to listen to this idiot that's right. t- trying to tell us something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, basically. So I knew that that's what they were thinking of me. I knew that. And that helped me approach what I was going to talk to them about. Mm. Right? Mm. And it was really fun for them because Dr. Hampton's like, we're not going to talk about biology today. Today we're going to talk about a young film producer. And they're like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I spent six or seven hours talking to his classes. And my approach was, look, I got a D plus in this class, you know? Yeah. I not do well in this class. I'm not here to tell you that I got a 98% and that everyone loved me and I was valedictorian because that's not true. Right. Right. And so I started to see that a few people were resonating with it, but let's be honest, man. I saw a lot of eyes rolling and people looking at their watches and they're like, right. It, thank God we don't have to worry about biology. Let's get this idiot out of here and we can go on yeah. with our day. Right? Had a great time, just like I did with Chile years later. Me and Dr. Hampton went out to dinner. You know, we had lunch in the teacher's lounge, which was cool for me because I thought I'd never seen the teacher's lounge. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes look. Behind the scenes look of Shawnee Mission South High School in <laughs> Oakland Park. Right? So after we go to dinner, I promise him I'm going to keep in touch. And I did. And I did. Three weeks later, he calls me and he goes, I've got something for you. I need your home address. So I gave him my address. And four or five days later, I get this big envelope in the mail. Mm. The envelope is several letters from various students in his class. Like, right? did, did he have them write letters or the, did they take the, the initiation there? You know, did they initiate that themselves? I believe he said, if you'd like to write a letter to him, I will mail it to him. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, now, to be honest, I don't know if he offered them extra credit. Right. Yeah. I would have. But anyway, so I get all these letters 
and I'm a little taken aback by it because I think, wow, you know, th- this is kind of cool because these are 16-year-olds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the letters weren't like, oh, it was eloquent. You taught me so much. They were nothing like that. Right, right. But the letters were like, hey, man, pretty cool. Take care. See ya. Right? Most yeah. of them. Yeah. Very. Now that I think about it, Jonathan, I bet you he offered them extra credit, right? Or something. These letters, but, you know. were, these letters didn't have a lot of thought. Yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot of deep thought, right? Yeah. Some of them were very cool, though. A handful of them were great. And then I read this one letter from this young woman, and she said, and I'll never forget this, man. She goes, all of my paperwork to file my dropout paperwork to drop out of high school mm. was signed and in my notebook when I came to your class. Mm. Right? And she goes, at the end of the class, I thought, okay, that was pretty cool, but I don't care because I'm still going to drop out. Mm. And she goes, I left the class and I started walking to the principal's office to turn in my dropout paperwork. And she goes, you know what? Something just had me just walk by it because I thought maybe I'll do it the next hour. Maybe I'll do it the next hour. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, anyway, cool meeting you. Have a good day. So I never knew what happened, right? Yeah. I called Dr. Hampton and I go, hey, you know, this student of yours said that she was going to drop out, right? And his response was, you know, it wasn't common at all when you were a student here, but it's fairly common now. Mm, mm. It's surprising. Then I thought he'd be like, are you kidding me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it happens. It's less surprising than you may think it is. Yeah. Right? So I go away. I go on with my life, Jonathan. And I think about it a little bit. But let's be honest. After a couple of weeks or a month, uh, it, that thought is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think of it again. And you know what happens, man? I don't know. Did you... Go ahead. I was going to say, did you hear from her like out of the blue or something? Well, what happened is she was in 10th grade. So I guess it would have been seven or eight years later. Mm. Right. But six or seven or eight years later, I get uh, an envelope in the mail. Okay. And I'm, th- and I'm thinking, you know, I, I was involved with film festivals in Kansas City. I still have a bunch of friends there. So anything that, com- that comes from Kansas <clears throat> makes me think it's somebody that knows me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Right. And so, but I don't recognize her name, right? Her name is in the left-hand corner, you know. On yeah, the, the return address. Return address. Yeah. And I think it was Andrea, I think. It's either Angela or Andrea, something like that. And I open, you know, the envelope, and it's a graduation card, right? Mm-hmm. And I open it up, and I still don't know who it is. And I open it up, and it's a card for her University of Kansas bachelor's graduation. No kidding. Right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, so that's cool. I got invited to a KU graduation, but I still don't know who this is. (laughs) Right. It could be a filmmaker I met. It could be the daughter of a friend of mine. It could be anybody. Right, right. Right? And then as I'm looking through it, I see 
a little like folded piece of paper with a note in it inside of the invite. Mm. Right. And I open it up and the, the writing in the folded piece of paper says, hope you remember me. I was about to drop out the day you came into Dr. Hampton's class. Man. Right. She goes, obviously I never dropped out. Dot, dot, dot. That is cool. That's crazy. That is so cool. Yeah, it's you know it's one of those things that I don't now now everyone knows the story because we just talked about it here. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things that you can't really quantify when you talk to anybody, right? When you give a sermon, when you when you give your testimony. Yeah. Right. When I talk to uh, filmmakers or when I talk to you know. Uh, middle grade, middle school kids. I talked to at a at a local middle school that my yeah. dear friend Barbara is a teacher of. Mm. When you do those things, you just do it because it makes you feel good, right? 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 You never know if you're actually affecting anyone or not. Yeah. So it's pretty wild to get that kind of response, you know, isn't it? It is. It's that actually kind of it goes into a little bit goes into like a conversation my wife and I were having a couple of nights ago. We we're talking about. Um, uh, Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, the guy who wrote Hamilton. And, yeah, sure. And so we were talking about him because he, he wrote this other uh, musical before that called In the Heights. And it was mm-hmm. loosely based off of like his sort of story. And we were talking about how there was a common kind of thread where both the Hamilton and In the Heights it was kind of like leaving your legacy. And like, you know, Lin Manuel Miranda, like a lot of his sort of drive is to. He wants to leave a legacy because of what his parents sacrifices they did, you know, how they did, did everything they could do to, you know, make sure they put him in the best, you know, position possible to be successful. And, right. and I was kind of saying like, ah, you know, I don't know. I, th- I don't know if that's like the right attitude to have. I mean, you know, you want everyone running around only doing things to like leave this legacy. And like, I was like, honestly, after about a hundred years or so, maybe longer, I mean, people might not even remember him, you know? And, and, I, and so we we're just talking about that. She, and, and I was like, and, but my wife, she made a good point, and I've been thinking about it for, like, ever since that conversation, that um, regardless of sort of, like, the impact of number of people, but she said, everyone you encounter, you, you're going to affect them in some way, shape, or form. And that's, you are. And that's your legacy. Like, one person, like, that, so that girl that, you, that she didn't drop out of high school, she's going to remember you till the day she dies. And yeah, like well, hopefully, yeah. That, yeah. And, and, well, like, and like, like, that's your legacy with her. And I was like, so it's kind of, it's, it's kind of cool. To, it is kind of cool, but you know what? I don't do it for that. Oh, right? no, no, yeah. That, that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, you're purposely saying, you know, you're purposely doing these things to leave this legacy. But, like, in, in, inadvertently, that's what's happening, regardless of if you're consciously doing it or subconsciously, you know, doing Let it. Let me... Yeah, you just sparked an idea, man. Let me ask you something. Mm. On your tombstone, what do you want people to say about you? Oh, man, I don't know. You don't know? I don't, actually. I have no idea. I, I, I was reading a book six months ago or a year ago. I want to say as a famous, uh, I can't, it's one of two famous preachers kind of in the 17, 1800s-ish, or, uh, well, actually, um, Charles Spurgeon was in the late 1800s, early 1900s, but... It's either George Whitfield or Charles Spurgeon, and he was, and and they're just saying, "I don't want anyone to remember me. I want them to remember the message I was delivering." And so, oh man, that's deep. Yeah, that's pretty deep. Like they, you know, they're just like, "I don't care if you remember me, but remember my message." 
uh, like I was like, man, that's that's kind of what I'm I I would aim for. Don't remember me, but remember what I was saying. You know? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty beautiful. I'll tell you what I would want on my for all those listening. If, if uh, I die before you, would you <laughs> like it? right? Make sure Shahina gets the memo. You know. <laughs> This has got to be the one podcast she does listen to. Of all the ones we've done, so she knows. I want two things to be remembered about my life, Mm. right? Number one, I tried really hard to inspire everyone I've ever met to chase their dreams. Mm. And number two, I most definitely chase mine. Mm. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And if that's all they remember, if they say, you know what, that guy lived a really fun life. That guy chased every dream he always wanted to chase. Yeah. And he, and he went around and told everybody they can chase theirs. If those are the only two things remembered about Hamad Zaidi, I'm good. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Nothing, to me, nothing else really matters. Because if you have the ability to help somebody believe in their dream, you've done quite a bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, you know? that, 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 that's why I said that it's just been interesting thinking about, like I said, either consciously or subconsciously sort of leave, leaving that legacy, you know, with every, every person you encounter, whether it's good or bad. I'm like, huh, never thought of it that way. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. One thing I remember going back to when I was in Dr. Hampton's class is... I remember being really self-deprecating because I think that's funny and it, it, it clears yeah, the air with people. Definitely. Light and yeah. good, right? Yeah. And then, you know, because after I gave my, my talk, I said questions and they go, you know, yeah, it's kind of cool what you said, dude, but, you know, we're in Oberlin Park, Kansas. You're in Los Angeles. You got really lucky, blah, 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 blah. And I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. And nothing happens in this life without a lot of luck. (laughs) That's true, I think. I think that, you know, you have to work really, really hard to create those opportunities. But there's still a whole, you know, ounce or pound or sea full of luck needed to Mm. happen Mm. in any situation to get to where you want to get, I think. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, I remember just looking at those kids and just saying, Hey, look, look at me. I'm a minority. I've got a disability. I'm short. I mean, come on. I've got all the negatives. (laughs) (laughs) So if with all these negatives, I can enjoy every single day of my life. And I'm not saying every day of my life is good because God knows I have a lot of issues to deal with. (laughs) A lot. Thankfully, those issues are not health-related. I mean, yes, I have a disability, but none of my issues are health-related. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, my mobility is (laughs) (laughs) health-related. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, I just wanted to share that so we could start off the year trying to encourage people Mm. that today's early, today's January. It's January. You've got the whole year to look forward to. And there's really no reason for you out there not to go capture what you really want in life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. So, 
that's what I wanted to share today. Any any questions? Uh, no, I think I think that's pr- that's uh, pretty awesome. Like I said, it's a good good note to start off with uh, at the beginning of the year. So pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. And you know, by the way, may Doctor Hampton rest in peace. Oh, he, he yeah. passed away. Yeah, I think he passed away about ten years ago. Oh, okay. But I, I truly love that man. He was a great inspiration. You know, there's teachers in your life that change stuff for you. Mm. That, change stuff Mm. he absolutely did he really did and then of course charlie did and howard suber at ucla did and there's a few others but you know you remember the ones that were good don't you yeah definitely absolutely yeah that's crazy all right that's my piece of love and inspiration for today all right everyone you can check us out at libbyguncloud9.com find us on itunes stitcher radio google play and everywhere else that's possible you can find us uh, don't forget to check out 59 Seconds of Cloud Night, also everywhere that can be found. And you can also check out cloud10cameras.com for all of your camera needs. And Haman, how can they get a hold of us? If they'd like to get a hold of us, they can email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That's info at limpingoncloud9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We will talk to you next episode. See ya.